What's up, everybody? It's the Alex Leak and Friends NFL Podcast, back for another week. I'm your host, Alex Leak, and we have a special guest on the show, former Arizona State Sun Devil and 12-year NFL linebacker with the Redskins and 49ers, Derek Smith. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Derek. Yeah, thanks for reaching out to me. Appreciate it. Yeah, it means a lot. A uh, big fan of your career. Um, now, let's get started at the beginning. Uh, did you play your high school ball at American Fork in Utah? Uh, I did, yep. Um, what were those days like? And at that age, did you have NFL as a possibility on your mind? Uh, I love my high school experience. I uh, had some, had some lifelong friends um, that uh, kind of came of age with. Um, still friends with them today. That we all played on the same teams. Um, had, a, had a great time there. From, and then, uh, what, was the, what was the other thing you're asking? Um, did you have NFL as a possibility in your mind at that age? Uh, no, not even a little. I just wanted to get my school paid for. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, there's a helicopter in the background. Big old army helicopter down in San Diego. Nice. Um, is it coming loud on your end? Oh, no, you're good. I can't hear it at all. Um, Yeah, so I just wanted to get my school paid for out of high school. I went to junior college because I didn't have any um, big-time offers. I had a Southern Utah that had offered me, and then a junior college, no junior college offered me. So, you know, I'm just like, okay, I'll kind of gamble a little the dice and go go to junior college. I didn't go to junior college for the grade. It was just a good program. Mm-hmm. Kind of good feeder program for uh, D1 school. So I went there and had uh, two pretty good seasons and then had the opportunity to uh, go down to Arizona State. But then when I went to Arizona State, you know, we had some success as a team. And I didn't even think about, I didn't think about the NFL until the end of my season. My coach started saying, hey, you're going to have an opportunity to possibly play in the NFL. So I'm like, oh, wow. And so, nice. no, it, it was never, I mean, I, you know, you always have dreams. I wrote a paper when I was, like, in seventh grade uh, about, like, you know, what do you want to be? And I said, I want to be a football player for anyone that would draft me, yada, yada. Um, so, yeah, I had thought about it, but uh, do I think it was a reality? No, I just want to get my school paid for. Yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, what, so at Arizona State, um, you played with some great teammates. I mean, you played with Jake Plummer, uh, safety Pat Tillman, rest in peace, American hero. Um, what was it like to play with guys like that at Arizona State? Oh, you know, you had a lot of fun personalities. Um, locker room was always a good time. The whole, you know, my whole experience um, throughout my whole career, I've always been on great guys. And, and that group, you know, Jake, uh, Pat, that's, you know, Scott Barrahi, Warren McKay. Bunch of um, uh, Damian Richardson played for, for a long time. Uh, Mike Martin. Anyway, a bunch of guys. Uh, but it was just you know, we, it was it's always a good time. When it's time to work, it's time to work. When it's time to play, we play and have a good time. So mm-hmm. super fun, super fun guys. That's very cool. Uh, your senior season, the Sun Devils would go eleven and one, and you guys would shut out the number one ranked Nebraska. Uh, and end their 26-game winning streak. What an impressive win. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a 
uh, I mean, the, you know, that was when we were like, okay, you know, I think we're on to something here. This is going to be a special team. Um, but it was fun, you know. We were high we up the year before. <laughs> we played in Nebraska. Uh, I think Tommy Frazier was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it was just a routing. I mean, they annihilated us. It was like 77 to 28 or something like that. Jeez. And I remember they had some big, huge corn fed white boy on kickoff. Every time, you know, they scored, obviously, I was not on kickoff return. And man, this guy was just, I was just like, yeesh, I'm, I gotta go block this guy again. Holy cow. <laughs> that guy was. Man, he's, he's a love. I don't know, I think he's just a seek and destroy guy, just a big old missile. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah, no, anyway, so, so they, they kind of did it to us, and then the next year we were kind of like all hyped up, you know, like, hey, they're coming to our house, more people, probably more of their fans than all of our fans. Like, come on, you know. Anyway, so we were out pretty hyped up for the game. Uh, you know, played good, and they shut out, and it was uh, kind of yeah that's impressive and i found it very cool that uh current nebraska head coach scott frost was the starting quarterback of that game oh yeah he was he, i didn't know yeah and then uh, you would also play in the 1997 Rose Bowl against Ohio State. It was a great game, uh, late scored by Jake Plummer, but come up just short of a perfect season and national championship. Still an outstanding year for you guys. Yeah, I never have thought the same about the Buckeyes since then. But uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was a good game, which is, you know, just came up short. Uh, you know, it's, they had a bunch of great players as well, you know, Orlando. Orlando Pace mm-hmm. uh, was the one that sticks out in my mind. David Boston. Yeah. Yeah, they had a head coach. Oh, I think Rabel was on the D9. Uh, current uh, Tennessee head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, played for that team, too. So, anyway, they had a bunch of really good players as well. It was, it was a good game. It was, it was a fun battle. Um, you know, I ended up with a W, but uh, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then, uh, going into the draft, I mean, you would be selected in the third round with the 80th overall pick in the 1997 draft by the Washington Redskins. Uh, what was your draft experience like? <laughs> I, uh, it wasn't anything glorious or, uh, hyped up, that's for sure. Uh, I was a guy who, like I said, I didn't even start thinking about it until the end of my senior season and... I didn't get uh, invited to the combine, which actually probably worked in my favor because I heard going to the combine is kind of like a meat market. Yeah. Um, but I was not invited to the combine, but we had such a big roster of guys that uh, the pro teams wanted to take a look at. I think all but one of the teams were represented at our first workout. And uh, I put some time in, you know, working and training. And so I, you know, I, I had some pretty uh, impressive times. And, so anyway, my, my stock started rising from there, and I think people, you know, I was playing the Sam uh, linebacker mm-hmm. in Arizona State up on the tight end. The way, the way we had it in our defense, it was, uh, 
I used to take on a lot of blocks and things like that, so I didn't, you know, didn't have the big flashy plays, but uh, I was doing a lot of work, kind of undercover work, whatever, that uh, made the defense go. And um, I think they took notice of that. And anyway, stock started rising. So, I, so get back to your, how was your draft experience? I was in my apartment at Arizona State with my wife, who was just my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. She was studying for a test, and I uh, had my dog, and we were just kind of hanging out, and I got a call from Mike Nolan, I think, was the first guy who I talked to, and, uh, you know, he says, hey, this is Mike Nolan, defensive coordinator with the Redskins. I said, how you doing, Derek? I said, great. He said, we are going to take you with the 80th selection. Welcome to the Redskins. And then he passed me off to North Turner, Chatted with Norm a little bit, and then, then, you know, and then I saw my name shortly after that come across the screen, and that was, uh, that was it, so (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't anything crazy, but it was pretty exciting on my end. Yeah, it's very cool to have that as a, you know, kind of a long shot dream, but to still make it, I mean, that's incredible. Um, yeah. And you did a lot of the dirty work. You know, you don't always get the praise, but a lot of the dirty work and always reliable. What, in your rookie season with the Redskins, you would start all 16 games, record 87 tackles, two sacks, two fumble recoveries. What was it like transitioning into the NFL game? And how did you earn a starting uh, position so quickly there? Uh, well, I think, they, I think they attracted another guy to start at the weak outside linebacker spot, but I don't think that that was, I think his game was stronger in another place. So anyway, they, uh, they gave me some, an opportunity there and it uh, kind of like stuck and it worked out. And so, you know, my first game, I think we played Carolina Panthers and it was a blur, to, you know, to say the least, and just kind of read reacting see ball get ball and uh, just just a super instinctual game you know a lot of a lot of adrenaline super excited and uh, anyway you know I had some rough spots in the year we played Baltimore about when uh, middle of the season was something anyway they say that the rookies you know they hit a wall and I, man and I hit a wall I just I had a terrible game um, but you know luckily the uh you know, cut me and put me back in and then had a pretty pretty solid rest of the year and you know and then from there just kept on getting better and uh proven as a player mm-hmm. and uh i always say availability is your best ability and you starting all 16 games numerous seasons in your career what do you credit that to uh being so reliable and not getting hurt being able to keep playing and keep starting uh, well, I mean, I always did a pretty good job of watching, you know, my uh, nutrition, paying attention to my nutrition, paying attention to uh, exercising, you know, you know, all the uh, stuff that everyone's so big into now. I mean, I, I think they've got, they've got more science on it now, and it's definitely, you know what I mean? You know, more work ethic, um, focus to stay in shape, uh, a competitive desire to win, a competitive desire to, to, to get the spot, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was very, I mean, it was, I think it was my third year with the Redskins. 
they brought in a guy to try they want they didn't they, they brought in a guy to try and start over again so you know I had to come to Spain and I ended up beating him out and getting it uh, getting the starting job. But it, it was always you know, you were always fighting for your job, so yeah. Uh, and then toward at the end of my career, my body started kind of failing on me. Um, and I just, you know, there was one year I got a hit to the head. I never figured it out, but I guess we still see double from uh, from that, whatever that injury was. We never could figure that out. But wow. so I, I had to get AI surgery at the end of that year. That was like my 10th year. But I, was, I mean, for the most part, I was, I was pretty... Uh, uh, sturdy, I guess you'd say, and toward the end, it just the wheels kind of fell off. You know, you get old, and it's just like your body can't keep up anymore. You can't do the same thing you used to. And, I mean, uh, so was, my body was good to me while. Yeah. While it allowed me to get 12, 12 years in. I said. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the year wasn't so great, but eleventh you know, was good, and twelve. The twelfth year doesn't even really count. I mean. Yeah, I, I started like five games for the Tigers because uh, they had one of their players who had tested for a uh, positive for PED. So, so I came in and started the first four games, and then they kind of had their their clan of linebackers kind of back together, and I was kind of the odd man out. I just wasn't fitting in personnel line, so they needed a roster spot. I think a running back or a defensive back, something like that. So I was expendable and got whacked there, and then I. Uh, Anyway, I was pretty much thought I was done in like the last couple of games of the year. The Dolphins called. I went up and ran down on a few punts with them, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, 11 of the years were pretty, pretty tough, and I was out there playing a lot of games in 12 years. Yeah, I only played a little bit, you know. So, yeah, it's a. 12 years close the camps are the ones that are tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, it's, you played in a really physical era, you know, and all those tackles, over a thousand tackles, almost 1,100 tackles in your career, over time, that's going to, you know, the body can only take so much, but you did a great job of being available and, you know, uh, you know, being consistent and always sacrificing and making the big tackles. Um, in 1999, you would once again start all 16 games, record nearly 100 tackles, 97, five passes defensed, and your first career interception. The Redskins would go 10-6, and six, win the division, and send you to your first playoff game against the Detroit Lions. Um, you'd have a good game against the Lions and beat them 27-13. What was your first playoff game experience? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, down in Tampa. And it was a pretty tough game. We, uh, we kind of held them when we needed to. Anyway, our offense drove the field, drove down the field, and then they, you know, we set up for like it was a very makeable field goal, like 47 or 46 yard field goal, I don't remember. And we had a botched uh, exchange between the center and holder and kicker. And anyway, we missed it. and that was that, so, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember what, uh, Tampa ended up doing that yesterday. I don't know if they lost to St. Louis or the Michigan Championship, I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did that year, um, but that was a great Tampa team, and, uh, 
a great game. I have to ask, what was it like uh, trying to tackle Bucks fullback Mike Allstott? Definitely a guy you want to get before he gets going. Yeah. He's going, man. He's a boom. If you can get him in line, he's going to make him manageable. But, uh, man, once he, once he get out and gets out in the open, he's kind of a train, you know? Yeah. So, uh, man, he's, a, he's a great player, very competitive, uh, tough guy. You know, like, like playing against guys like that. Um, just uh, hardworking guys that uh, love the game and, they, you know, have a positive, competitive spirit. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I remember being a little 13, 14-year-old, and that was one of my first jerseys was a Mike Allstott. I just love the way he played. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the transition going from uh, East Coast with the Redskins to the West Coast to the 49ers? What was that like? Yeah, twelve and four, uh, and you'd play uh, at Green Bay in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of crapped on that one. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we had two good seasons and then five years of darkness. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, the West Coast and East Coast are totally different. I feel like the East Coast fans are like way more in the football, and I feel like the West Coast fans. I know I, I I'm sure I'm offending somebody, but I really don't care. And, <laughs> you know, they always end up in Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, big game on Saturday. It's all good. I like it. Um, so going back to 2002, uh, you guys played in a wild card playoff game against the New York Giants and trailed 38-14 late in the third quarter. Um, one of the one of the craziest games I can ever remember. Tell me about a little bit about what was going on through your head in that game. 
Well, I think I think when Sharky flipped off the crowd, he jinxed his team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, you know, I mean, when playing with a guy like Jeff Garcia and having a guy like Terrell Owens and throwing two, you always saw like Jeff Chance. Mm-hmm. And man, they, uh, they worked their magic and brought the team back. And, uh, you know, it was a super exciting game. And then on that one, you know, you know I was mentioning earlier about the exchange to win the game, they had the same, the same circumstance against us. So the Giants, I think it's Trey Johnson, not Trey Johnson. What's a, a Trey, uh, I don't know. He's, I don't want to name it. Anyway, the beach snapper. Yeah. He had a great career. He, some, he watched the snap and they were saying there was some, I don't know. But anyway, it uh, ended up benefiting us that time. So. Yeah, some. Yeah, that was a yeah, it was crazy comeback and uh, unbelievable game. Um, then, uh, I mean, you would play the Bucks in that playoff game. That was the championship Bucks team. I mean, that was such an incredible yeah. team. That was the Bucks again, both times. I played the quarterfinals, whatever. Yeah, but it was the Bucks. But we didn't. We were not even in that game at all. They had us. They they crushed us that game. They, they had us all twisted up. They're doing all different kinds of switches and not switches, but I mean, uh, formation changes and things like that. And they, they had a real long game, man. They had a number. Their defense was crushing our, our offense and their offense was crushing our defense. So it was, you know, it was just a complete win by them. And then they went and did the same thing, I think, to the Raiders mm-hmm. in the game. But uh, they, they had a great, that was a great team. They had that deal. Yeah. Yep, sometimes it just works that way. Um, so, the Niners, I mean, as a whole, after those two years, struggle a little bit, but you remain consistent. Uh, five straight seasons with over 100 tackles. Uh, incredible and always reliable. You know, never mi- starting 16 games most of those years, never missing more than two games or two starts. Um, incredible performances. Um what do you, I mean, I know the team struggled, but you were still doing your job. What was uh, your mentality going through those those kind of tough years with the 49ers? Uh, just, uh, just, I mean, they, they were, I was an employee, and they were paying me, and they'd go out and do the best job I could. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, you never know. I mean, the mental side of it when you're out there and you have some seasons like that is pretty tough, but yeah. you just got to kind of stay the course for your own I mean just as a professional that's you want to be out you want to be out there and you want to be competitive you know so yep that's you gotta that, go out and do the best job you can that's all you can do you know control the things you can control and that's the only thing I could control was uh, my play and my effort mm-hmm. and uh, my preparation and so those are the things that always helped me with uh, staying focused on you know preparing uh, putting in film study, uh, putting in the um, training, you know, eating right, different things like that. But I, I think that's kind of what helped me last as long as they did, and yeah, you know, still play a lot of down. So just paying attention to those things. Yeah, they they call them the small things, but really in the long run, they're the big things, they're the things that matter that that keep your career going. I mean. 
12 years. What a career. 12 years in the not-for-long league, as I like to call it. Um, amassing an amazing yeah. 1,098 career tackles, 63 tackles for loss, 34 passes defense, and 13 fumble recoveries. Incredible production. Um, looking looking uh, back, what do you credit... I mean, you say the small things. Is that what you credit to ha most to having such a long and productive career? Yeah, and I think I was born with big bones and strong legs. Yeah, <laughs> that's important. <laughs> no, I think, I think you have to have like a, I, I don't know, I think, like I, whenever I did get injured, I always feel pretty fast, maybe not so fast as I used to, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I just, I don't know, I mean, you got to have some, you know, some luck, you know, some guys Yeah, yep. Hell of a career. A uh, long time in the league. Um, what are you up to now, Derek? Um, well, These I'm days. Um, just my oldest son just got accepted to Wake Forest. Nice. So he's gonna be going out there uh, in the fall. But um, you know, help out with the kids a lot. I actually went to culinary school. Uh, cool. Did that for a year. Nice. That sounds like a good time. Um, so, well, it was great to have you on, Derek. Uh, you know, outstanding career and fun to talk with you a little bit about it. Um, you know, you played against some of the greatest to play the game and were always reliable and always made the tackles. I mean, in today's NFL, you see a lot of uh, lacking of fundamentals and a lot of missed tackles. What do you think that is credit to? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know how you can tackle a guy anymore. I, I don't know. I mean, you can't. I, I don't know if I can play in, in the league now because I always, like, play with my hand, which was not good. And I mean, I can get fined up and right. But, um, yeah. I don't know. Who you knows? I think they really, uh, really hamstring the, the defensive guys. Mm hmm. Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. You can't hit them high. You can't hit them low. You know, and in the middle of a game when everything's moving fast, how are you gonna time it up perfectly? And how are you gonna? If you, and, then, and then not get your paycheck docked on Monday. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be so tough. Yeah. But well, great production in the era that you played, and a hell of a career. And I appreciate a lot you taking the time to come on my show. Thanks a lot, Derek. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, uh, you're the man, and uh, have a good one. All right, you too. Take care. Yep, see ya. Bye. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, I'll keep these episodes coming out, keep these interviews coming out, and uh, stay tuned.
Have a good one, guys. Peace out.